Joan, we must not dawdle. We have a lot of ground to cover. It was good of you to take me with you. What else would I do with my cousin? Oh, yes. Cousin. You think these disguises will work? They'll have to. I refuse to go back. But if they catch us... Th they won't catch us. Not if we maintain this pace. No one should have even noticed our disappearance yet, I hope. And a little optimism goes a long way, Joan. We both know what will happen if we're caught. There will be consequences for both of us. Bess? I'm scared. I am sure everything will work out. And you must stop calling me that. We must put that friendly nickname away. I am Orlando, a stable hand. And I am Jack, your cousin. <coughs> Cousin. It needs to be deeper. Like this. Can you do that? Like this. <coughs> Is this better? That must hurt your throat. It does. <coughs> Orlando. I fear if someone engaged you in conversation, you'd cough yourself silly before getting to the end of the first sentence. Should I go back to the first? I'm sure it'll get better with practice. I remain unconvinced. Perhaps Celia would be a better fit. The name suits your face. Besides, you could only find one set of men's clothes and they fit my frame much better. Your rags would suit a man or woman, so why strain your voice when it may expose us? It was tough enough getting those clothes without anyone noticing. But no one cares about me or what I look like. You're the one. Yes, yes. No need to remind me. This false beard you made itches. What's it made of? Horse hair. Of course. That explains the smell. Let's hope it works. Joe, uh, Celia, did you see that? What? Is someone there? It was a bird. Unlike anything I've ever seen before, I didn't know there could be something so vibrantly red. Sorry, but... Ah, uh, Orlando. I didn't see anything. Oh... Except your beard is slipping. Let me adjust it. This is ridiculous. No one will believe I'm a man. But is this not like what happens on the stage? A man appears in a dress and we know him to be a woman. Surely it will work for us. At a distance, perhaps it will only buy us a few extra moments of liberty. Come along. And don't forget, if we see anyone... You are Orlando and I am Celia. My cousin. Yes. Cousin. Can you hear that? Strange, beautiful music. I don't think I've ever heard anything as beautiful before. The source must be close. We should see where it's coming from. We've been walking the best part of a day. Do you think that's long enough to take such a risk? We only need to look. What harm could there be in that? Only the briefest of glimpses. Then on our way. Agreed? Agreed. The angels visit our hallowed lands to taste the fruit of man. They sing and dance, they take our hands to see where true love began. The angels fly on feathered wings of love to share our hope. They spring and prance, they take our hands to feel what we've become. It appears we have guests. You two over there. There's no need to hide. We're all friends here. Hello there. 
My name is Orlando. This is my cousin, Celia. Greetings. We are fortuitous in making your acquaintance. Why are you speaking like that? They'd never guess who I really am if I talk posh. <laughs> Yet, I doubt it matches your attire. Welcome. Would you care to join us for some food? That would be very kind, sir. Thank you. I think we have some leftover bread and cheese. Hazel, could you look? Don't go to much trouble on our account. So, who are you? We're a travelling theatrical troupe. We move from village to village and put on shows for the people. Songs, dances, plays. We live to entertain. My name is Mary Arden. I run this humble camp of ours. It's a pleasure to meet you, miss. Mary will suffice. And I'm Robin. Hazel is the one fetching the food. Um, Luke is chopping wood for the fire. Uh, and the rest of them, all off on their own errands. Make yourselves comfortable and stay for a while. We do so love new faces. How long have you been players? I joined a month ago, saw the show and fell in love, so I just had to be a part. It was the music, you see. I, I couldn't get it out of my head, even when I was asleep. And here we nurture that skill of Robin's. Let him play all he wants. How about you, Mary? I set this troop up early last year. My father's a landowner, collects rents from farms in the next county over. But that wasn't the life for me, so I left. Found some like-minded people, started this wonderful enterprise. You're welcome to stay as long as you like. We'd be fools to turn down the chance to expand further. And I can sense you both have some admirable skills. You can sense them? Oh, Mary's a fortune teller. Oh, nothing so grand. I can read auras, get glimpses at their past, sometimes their future. But mostly I see potential, nurture it. That's lovely of you. I try my best. So perhaps we should drop the pretenses and speak honestly. Orlando, wasn't it? And Celia. Those are our names. But is that your voice? I cannot be sure of your past. Where you have come from is distant. I cannot see it clearly. But it matters not. Whatever cause you have to disguise yourselves and venture into the woods, it cannot follow you here. You are under my protection. And in this forest, that means everything. So, Orlando, let's stop this charade. A child could tell that beard is false. You must think us fools. Nothing of the sort. Your performance was ingenious. If I didn't have the sight, I would not have known. Your gait, the way you held yourself. From a distance, I would have mistaken you for our dear Robin. You can audition to stay with us permanently, but only on the condition that you tell us the truth. Your name and the nature of your heart. The rest is unimportant, do you not think? Cousin... What should we do? We could keep travelling. Or we could stay here. Just for a week or so, no one will look for us here. And if anyone does, we will hide you. Tell them the only new people we've seen are Orlando and his cousin Celia. Not who you really are. <sighs> you can call me Bess. This is Joan. Much better. Those names tell me you are good souls. We try to be. You really don't care what we've left behind. Why should I? We all have unpleasant things in our past. The future is where we must focus. You're very kind. And astute. Perhaps a little too much. Now, what skills do you have?
about today. Ha! We might even have time for a dance number if you play your cards right now. Where did I put that book? The Time Traveler's Guide to Rare Avians. Terrifying read. And we've nearly seen the lot. Definitely seen that one, seen that one, definitely seen that one, seen that one twice. And who says bird watching can't be fun? Turn to the right pit. Have I really been using a napkin signed by Sinatra as a Bookmark? <laughs> ah, here we are. The final entry. The Phoenix. <coughs> the Phoenix? <laughs> Precisely, crackers, my old son. It's been a bit of a long journey, but we are nearly there. All 1,000 legendary birds. Maybe I'll write a book about this myself one day. Heads to be better than your last one. <coughs> well, I'm sorry you didn't enjoy my dramatic reading of my debut novel. Sontarans in love. But many critics couldn't get enough of it. Like the ones you paid. Really, Crackers? Must you? Seriously, chap? I mean, I thought I taught you a better vocabulary than that. You saved the day again, Doctor. Oh, shh. Not now. You stopped the insert name here. Menace. Crackers, I said shush. You can be annoyingly articulate for a parrot, you know that. You saved my life. Well, that is true, those nasty Gamorgans were going to eat you for a second breakfast until I stepped in. But you don't need to keep complimenting me, you, you know, just chat. <coughs> or do the best as you can to the nearest equivalent. I am glad to have you around, Crackers. These past few weeks have been an utter delight, my friend. Utter delight. We've arrived! Oxford, Earth, somewhere in the 16th century exact year. Oh, of course. The exact Eurometer is on the blink. Technical term? Oh, feel free to look it up in the manual. It's probably something pompous like Rassilon's Temporal Operaptasy Indicator thing. Technical term! Oh, who cares what year it is? We are where we need to be. The book says that this is where we can find one of Earth's last phoenixes. Phoenixes? Phoenixes. Phoenix eye? Feline? Feline? Oh, close enough. Come on, crackers. Let's go and explore the year 1500 and... something. Lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> Whoa there, my days! Oh, come on, that's not even fair! I've barely stepped outside, someone's forgiven me a fighting chance. Alright, we surrender, I'm sure I've got a white hanky in here. Somewhere I can wave. Where did I put the thing? My apologies, sir. I should not have behaved so violently. This is your arrow in my beloved box? It is. I can remove it. I can help repair your box. Oh, no, no, no need. I'm sure the old girl can manage. So, care to tell me who you are? My name is Timaeus. 
and you're a centaur. You're a centaur! Now that's odd. I have to admit, I didn't know that there were centaurs living on Earth in this century. You do not stare or flee in fear. Sorry, did you want me to? I mean, I do, I mean, ah, shrieking terror thing. Your polite reaction is preferred. And who are you? I'm the doctor, and this is my friend Crackers. Thank you for not staring at me, Crackers. No, 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 he's got it the wrong way round again. Uh, he's always copying what I say. I'm the doctor, and this parrot is my friend Crackers. He chose the name himself after his favourite snack. Imagine if we did that. You could call me Chocolate Fondant, Smoke Kippers, Sun-Dried Tomatoes. <laughs> Maybe you should be called Crackers. Listen, old chap, I'm so sorry if our arrival startled you. I heard a strange noise, then this blue box appeared from nowhere. It makes sense to panic and fire an arrow at me. Look, it's all forgiven. Look, no harm done. Look at her. Not even a dent. You aren't from this planet, are you? For a moment there, I thought you were going to say it was magic. No, 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 I'm not. I'm looking for... And <laughs> you're going to laugh. Um, I'm looking for the phoenix. Well, we both are. Phoenix! Really? What do you want it for? Well, I don't want it for anything in particular. I, I, I just want to, well, see it. If that's all right with you. If that's the truth... I don't know why I should trust aliens. Have you met one before? But you have an honest face. I also seek the phoenix. Shut up, no way. What are the odds? We should pool our resources. Then let's team up. Lead the way, Timaeus. Doctor! Not now, Crackers. We've just made a new friend and he is pretty quick on four legs. We best catch up so we can find a legendary bird together! Ha-ha! <laughs> Something wrong? That's not your usual optimistic squawk. You don't have a problem with Timaeus, do you? <laughs> no, he's fine. <laughs> I think. No, Bess. You're going in the wrong direction again. Sorry, Robin. I can't figure out this dance. Does it need to be so intricate? Follow my lead. Left, left, right, left. Could we go a bit slower, Robin? No, I don't need to go slower. I just need more time to memorise the steps. You're doing well, Bess. Yet, as you're doing better, that's an easy, if pointless, statement to make. Sorry, Joan. I don't mean to snap. I forgive you. I know what you're like when things don't work out the way you want. Just take a breath. You'll get it. Oh, there's no need to be jealous. We'll all be dancing together in no time. I thought you would have had this perfected by now. You've been practicing since when? Lunch. I had expected more progress. Robin, you're being too soft. You know my feelings about tough love. We're doing the best we can. We aren't used to such exertion. Excuses mean nothing, Joan. You think our audience will accept that? Feeble apologies about not being ready. Practice makes perfect. I'm sure I've got it this time. Right foot, right foot, 
Arm around. And when the music gets faster, you do the same again, but going back. Don't forget, your lute should lead the way. I've come on leaps and bounds thanks to your lessons, Mary. I know I can do it. That's excellent. Precisely as desired. I'm proud to see a student fulfilling their potential, particularly this quickly. Only a few days ago, such an advanced composition left you flustered. Your fingers couldn't move fast enough. But now... They move like a blur. You can barely see them. I wouldn't think it possible if I couldn't see it with my own eyes. I have Mary to thank for that. Her faith in me. I wonder what the next stage will be. How you'll develop and evolve even further. <laughs> Maybe you could help me grow a spare pair of arms. <laughs> then I could play two instruments at once. Hmm, imagine that. Why stop there? You'd look dashing with six arms, Robin. Quite the step up from your average one-man band. I'll see you later. A message is coming through my crystal ball for you. Important news about your future. And we can have some more of that fruit juice you so enjoy. I'll be there. Don't you think it's all a bit strange? The way she talks. What do you mean? Mary's proud. Understandably so, Robin's an impressive man. That's not it. Have you seen her eyes? They aren't bursting with pride, more... fizzing with greed. <laughs> Just because they're a striking shade of green, you think something's wrong. It sounds to me like you're worrying over nothing. I like Mary. She's a good person, funny, caring. Rather like you, actually. Is that it? Are you jealous? What could I possibly be jealous of? You think I want to run this place? You have the strength of personality to do it, certainly. But no, I meant living whatever life you want. Back at the house, he was... You swore not to speak of that before we left. It's a shadow hanging over both of us. We ran away, and I'm glad we did, but I think Mary can free us from the burden. You have to trust her. I think you two could become firm friends. I don't need another friend. I have you. And I don't want to lose my greatest ally. Joan, could you join me in my caravan? I run sessions for everyone in the troop to help us achieve our potential. I think today will be your turn. Mary's lovely lessons. They're great. She'll really help you develop your talent. Am I to learn an instrument too? If you wish. I'll read your fortune, see where your hidden talents lie. That sounds fun. I wonder what mine will be. All in good time, Bess. Ah, I thought I would come too. Regrettably, that isn't possible. The spirits need to focus on one soul at a time. I'm sure you understand. Of course, Mary. Come along, Joan. Your future awaits. You'll get your turn soon, Bess. I wasn't expecting to be shut out like that. Mary seems very protective of her caravan. You've been inside, right? What's it like? It's a wonderful place. The furniture is old handed down by generations of her family. The table has a vibrant purple throw over it, with her crystal ball on top. Shelves of arcane books. She's a magnificent woman. Uh, perhaps we could try out some of those steps again, see if you can't master this dance after all. 
Can I have a minute first? Come on over when you're ready. She forbade me from going with Joan. And what Robin said felt like a description of a sage set. It even sounded rehearsed as if he'd been told to say that. But why? The more time I spend with her, the more Mary makes me suspicious. I have to see inside that caravan and learn the truth. If only for Joan's sake. This is pointless. We're exactly where we started. Oh, I don't know. I reckon we're about half a mile to the west. Oh, I see. see, You mean in terms of what we've achieved? Yeah, you're right. Well, you're not wrong. I have tried everything I could think of, but none of it has brought the phoenix to me. I have checked almost every tree in this forest. No, no need to get your hackles up. Clearly, our avian friend doesn't want to be found. We'll figure it out. We're two highly intelligent individuals. As I said, two highly intelligent individuals. You mock the bird, yet we have been outsmarted by one. Well, who said I wasn't counting crackers? Either you insult yourself, or you insult me. Both are ridiculous. Pick your next words carefully, or I may need to reevaluate this alliance. Oh, don't be like that! Come on, turn the frown upside down, man! That's it! <laughs> Besides, you said it yourself, we weren't making any progress. We can be your lucky penny, shake things up. But in the meantime, why don't we get to know each other better, eh? Tell us a bit more about yourself, Tamaeus. Where you're from, and what brings a centaur to Oxfordshire? I... I was a prisoner. An alien held me against my will. I tried to break free time and time again, but I wasn't sure I'd ever manage it. Then one day the chains broke. I suppose pulling against them every day loosened them. Much more likely than you getting miraculously stronger. She tricked me, stole me from my home. Tormented me, kept running these tests, filled me with thunder and strange chemicals. And she's still here. Since I've been free, I've been keeping watch on her camp. Safely in the distance, though. She doesn't know I'm watching. I can't let her get away. Not before I have my revenge. If you know where she is, why haven't you... It's to do with the Phoenix, isn't it? The last thing she told me was that she needed it to complete her experiment. That's why I'm out here. I'm going to catch it first. There's no way she's getting her hands on it. Is that... Maeus! What did you do that for? It wasn't the phoenix. No, clearly not. I saw the bird and acted. The creature was innocent. And since when was the plan to attack the phoenix? It's just a bird. Would you say that to crackers? I... I'm sorry. I will make amends. The bird should be buried. Well, that was unexpected. The phoenix! Yes, I know. We can't let Timaeus here go firing arrows at anything that moves. We need to warn the phoenix. Phoenix! I know about its powers. I'm not that different. But just because I can come back doesn't mean to say that I want to get an arrow through the chest. 
<sighs> Crackers. Think you're up for a mission, old chum? I'll keep Timaeus distracted, give you time to get a message to the Phoenix and let it know about the danger it's in from Timaeus and this alien kidnapper we mentioned. Beware! Joan, you're back! I haven't been gone for long. And you don't need to worry. I didn't tell Mary anything about it. I didn't think you would say anything. I just wanted to check on my friend. We should get back to rehearsals. Don't want to be kicked out of the troupe. Sure. Do you want to run through your lines again? I know you were having difficulty with them. I think I know them now. Gather, ye gentlemen, and in wonder, this single man is split asunder. One half can sing, one half can dance. He's surely worth a second glance. That's right, isn't it? It is. That's the first time you've got it. The twins will be glad of that introduction. How are you feeling? On top of the world. Pass me that knife. What for? No need to be like that. If you won't give it to me, I'll get it myself. Joan, I... What's got you so uptight? Look, I'm just going to cut an apple. <gasps> Joan, that's remarkable. I didn't know you could do that. Have you ever thrown a knife before? No. Never. I... I can't explain it. I just looked at the knife and... It was as if I knew I could do it. But your first attempt and you cut that apple exactly in half? I'll bet it takes people years to get that good. Maybe I'm just naturally gifted? Or Mary's lesson was what I needed. She encouraged me. We sat and she looked into a crystal ball and she asked some questions and now I feel much better. Actually, I feel the best I've ever felt. Like I can do anything. But so quickly. You have nothing to worry about. Look at me, Bess. You're positively glowing. Precisely. I'm totally fine. I'm better than that. I feel invincible. I'm going to go help Hazel with the food. If I can throw a knife well, maybe I can chop brilliantly too. Robin. Do you have a minute? For you, Bess? <laughs> of course. Want me to go through the dance routine again? Joan's just come back from her session with Mary. Oh, marvellous. How's she feeling? A little too good, if you ask me. Remember earlier on how she couldn't get those rhyming couplets the right way around? How she was muddling the causes up? She just did it perfectly, without any prompts. Well, you say that like it's a bad thing. That in the space of an hour someone's memory can be so fastly improved. And her aim, her agility. She used to be so clumsy back in... Before you joined us. Exactly. She's my friend, and I care for her dearly. Of course I want her to succeed, but I don't see how this is possible. She's progressing faster than anyone could. The same happened to me. When I joined up, I was an amateur. Enthusiastic, but not much good. Then Mary helped. I'd go into the caravan, and... I used to be so sure. We'd sit at her table. She'd look into her crystal ball, show me visions of the future. But since we spoke earlier, it doesn't seem real. 
Like that's what I expected to see, and and that's all I remember. Interesting. I've heard you play. Your talent seems to know no end. So, what could she say to make you so proficient? It's not just that. I'm stronger too. I can lift things above my head that previously I'd never have been able to pick up off the ground. My arms, the the muscles. I don't know where they came from.、Uh, over the course of days, I was suddenly just stronger. Do you really think that's possible?、Oh, I used to feel incredible all the time, like I was flying high through the sky. Anything was possible. I wasn't limited by anything. Yet now, Robin, what is it? I can't rest. I don't sleep anymore. Not properly. My body keeps shaking. Shifting. You look perfectly fine. And if I take your hand, I don't feel it shaking. It's under the skin, in my blood. But how, Mary? It has to be. Whatever her lessons really are, I don't think they're as innocent as she makes out. Daughter of a landowner. Did she say which county? Not that I've ever heard. Better to keep things vague. Too many details, and you could get caught out in the lie. I'm wondering if she's even who she says she is. Like you, Orlando. <laughs> I'm sure your deceit was for the best, but you should be careful about casting aspersions. <laughs> Something odd might be happening, but perhaps it's premature to lay it at Mary's door. Bess, could you come with me, please? Is it urgent? Robin was just. That can wait. Your future, on the other hand, cannot. Come into the caravan, Bess. We don't have all day. Of course, Mary. Lead the way. Maybe we can try some singing when you get back. See how good your voice is. I look forward to it. As do I. Robin's devised some wonderful lute compositions, and his lyrics are sweet if a little sentimental. Come on, Bess. The door's open. We are still walking in circles. No, I made double sure that we've been walking due east for wait a minute. Which way does the sun set on this planet? We've been walking in that direction, and I sometimes get Earth and Bullrosy muddled up. Oops. This patch of flowers at my feet. Look at them. I say, what a lovely shade of violet. The trampled ones in the middle. I did that the first time we came this way. This is the third time I've spotted them. Strange. Maybe this forest has some magical way of getting unwary travellers to turn around. <laughs> we should have brought some string. Cut the nonsense and tell me the truth. You are leading me on a merry dance around these trees, and I cannot fathom why. Because if you can make a box appear out of thin air, I struggle to believe you'd be incompetent enough to get us this badly lost. Oh, Tamaris, buddy, chap, fella, I'm full of surprises, among other things. Tell me what this book of yours says about the phoenix. It's the rarest bird in the galaxy, and that your best chance of finding one is on Earth. Look, classical writers have wrote about them all the time, as if they were a relatively common occurrence. But I reckon that not one of them had actually seen one in the flesh, just spreading whispers and rumours and conjecture, like、um, oh, Pliny the Elder. Now he said that the phoenix had a crest of feathers on its head, which is 
marginally true. Then there is Ezekiel, the dramatist, and he said that it looks like a rooster, which is not true in the slightest, unless, of course, you're talking about the Antriposan rooster, in which case it's uncanny. What of its abilities? Are those tales true, or more whispers? Uh, quite a few. Let's have a look. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, here we, oh, here we are. Right. The phoenix is best known for its power of rebirth. After a life of usually 500 years, the phoenix would gather together a nest of aromatic buffs and sometimes spices too, and set it on fire. It would kill itself. Uh, despite being consumed by the flames, which sounds nasty, just, oh, uh, the phoenix would reincarnate itself from the funeral pyre, rising from the ashes. It makes them practically immortal. But they're also quite solitary creatures. Um, oh yes, Friend of the Lock of Dream Eleven wrote about how no two phoenixes, phoenixes, phoenix, phoenixes, phoenix, phoenix, doesn't matter. No two of them have ever been seen at the same time. Not in the history of anything. No one's even too sure how they reproduce. So I guess what they say about living forever is actually quite true. It's very lonely. Did this lock person say anything about where they nest? Tallest tree in the forest, driest too, yet still alive, most likely to spontaneously combust. That's a myth, surely. Like the phoenix itself. So, something like that tree over there. The leaves look very dry. Well, I'd say that was a good shout. Best candidate I've seen out here. So, how do we catch it? Not with your bow waving about the place. Put it that way, man. You have a better idea? Do you know who Rube Goldberg is? No, silly question. Of course you don't. Totally wrong century. Look, maybe I should show you a video too. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Time Space Visualizer gets YouTube. Spit it out, Doctor. It's a trap of sorts. Look. We pull on a branch, which means an elastic band snaps, letting another branch fly up, which hits the bottom of the watering can, tipping the water out into the bucket. Now that- This sounds ridiculously elaborate. Ah, but that's the best part. The phoenix will be sitting pretty in its nest, watching all these random things move. And when the masking tape rolls into the book, which falls over and activates the mousetrap, the phoenix won't expect the cage to fall down and trap it in its nest. That's... not the ending I, I was expecting either. Like, um, like a magic act with a silly number of props. It means we get to stay far enough away that the bird won't get spooked and fly away. This plan cannot fail. Mm-hmm. Where do we start? Gather all the twigs you can find. I'll empty my pockets, that way nature and my bric-a-brac will save the day. Right, now tie this fly swatter up there, so it'll hit- Yep, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's got it. How did you fit this teapot in your pocket? Oh, some say the loop-de-loop -loop is gratuitous, but it's a mark of supreme style. Then this airplane made from paper flies from tree to tree. Tell no one, particularly not Rube, that we broke any laws of physics doing this. <sighs> Oh, come on, why the long face, Tamias? It's a thing of wonder! Now we pick somewhere to hide. That bush over there, come on. There we go, that should do it. Should be far enough away that the phoenix won't know we're here. 
Come on, me beauty. But this... This is impossible. It's a trick of mirrors, surely. You are smart, Bess, I can tell. You don't believe that? Perhaps not. But I cannot see another way of explaining the illusion. Nothing of the sort. This is pure science. How can it be science? Your caravan was a few yards across outside, but within... It covers many furlongs. This is part of the future you claim to see, is it not? There's the intellect I knew you possessed. Yes, the inside is on a different plane of existence to the outside, as if the doorway transports you elsewhere. There's no need to be unsettled. It's something you will come to terms with in time. With my help, your mind will be able to process this sort of idea, even come up with equally fantastical things on its own. Here, drink this. It's fruit juice, very refreshing. I don't- Drink it. If you only believe one thing I say, it's that I mean no harm to come to you in here. You're far too precious to me for that. I need you fit and well, Bess. You're smart. You know that's true. Okay, I'll drink it. Activate recording device. Subject human 0052, Bess. Previous attempt at alias indicates intellect and cunning. Activate brain scan. Identify primary neural pathways. Brain scan? What do you want with me? That will become painfully obvious in a matter of moments. Just waiting for the juice to kick in. What fruit was it? Nothing from this planet. The idleberry of Inascus Beta, with a hint of Detamelda. And then a lot of chemicals with long names someone of your time would never hope to understand. All that matters is its intense effect on the human system, rendering you completely under my influence. So there's no point trying to deceive. It'll churn up your insides if you do. Who are you? Because Mary is clearly a lie. Your resistance is stronger than the rest. Perhaps another dose. What do you... Yes, Miss Mary. Or perhaps I've overestimated your abilities if the subservience was so willing to show itself. Must make a note of that. I wonder what effect it'll have on the experiment. Analyze personality vectors. Show me her most promising attributes. Curiouser and curiouser. Seems you have a surplus of courage. I've seen that manifest itself in dangerous ways before. Strength of will, wit, and speed of thought. You are different to these other humans. Good. Commence baseline questioning. Age and place of birth. 22. London. Matches biological markers. Good. History of illness seems clean. Some of Earth's more virulent strains impact my results. And your blood is clean, so nothing in your system at present. Greatest skill? Language. Power of speech. Well, haven't had that one yet. Again, suggestive of mental prowess. Perhaps you'll grow a third psychic eye. That would be interesting. Or a particularly persuasive tongue. Hmm. Greatest fear? Betrayal. Ah, yes. You joined us with... Subject human 0051, Joan. First your cousin, then your friend. Though it seems that's only half true. 
Finally, I might have encountered a human adept enough to develop useful, transmittable powers. Additional physical strength is laudable, but basic. Dexterity and creativity useful, but with limited practicality. But if we dig deeper into that insecurity, flare it in tandem with the serum, psychic manipulation in such a primitive race, that will demonstrate what I desire. You, Bess, may give me the success I need. But first, tell me, have you seen a unique bird seemingly made of fire? Your people call it the Phoenix. This is ridiculous. Do you give up? I meant the two of us crouching in a bush. Give it time. Our trap could be sprung any minute now. Well, nothing has happened for the last minute, or countless ones before that. What makes you confident that's all about to change? Faith, you gotta have it. Mine is running thin. So what's your guess? Or do you give up? Oh, your stupid game. Must we continue? Well, if it's far too hard for you. Oh, far from that. Too easy, if anything. Oh, oh, oh. Doctor, we have played the same handful of rounds of I Spy over and over. I know N stands for nettles because it did five minutes ago. Then another ten minutes before that. You keep stinging yourself on it because you can't sit still either. Uh, maybe you were right. This is a waste of time. Have you seen any movement yet? Aside from bugs, nothing. Oh, corks. I was convinced that this contraption was the answer. Oh well. Can... can you hear that? The flapping of wings. No. Sounds like... music. Well, I say we should investigate. See if whoever is playing that really nice tune has spotted our quarry, and at the very least, it'll be a good chance for me to get up. Oh, this perpetual squat! Ah, oh, it's doing nothing for my back. Oh, <sighs> we might as well leave my creation in place in case it works while we're away. <laughs> oh, actually, Tamis, my old friend, could oh, give us a hand. Ah, uh, that's it. This is it. Look, a loot. It must have been coming from him. This place is dangerous. We should- Oh, don't worry, no harm will come to you. I won't let it. I'm not worried about myself. This place if is- If you're anxious, I'll go into the camp on my own. Will you let me finish? Shh. No need to yell. We don't want everybody staring. This camp. My captor is in there. Hence your concern. Makes sense. All the more reason for me to investigate quietly, though. It's about time I met this dastardly individual. If I need you, I'll, um... You, you know what a star jump is, don't you? You know, it's a, up above the head, jump... Well, I'll do three of them, and then you come running. She is not to be trifled with. I'll play the fool. <laughs> Get her to underestimate me. It, look, it cannot go wrong. Ah, let's hope he's right. Bye, too, Mrs. Ha ha! I'm sorry to interrupt, especially as you are preparing such a delicious meal. Oh, smells like some kind of stew. Ha ha, how tittled I am. Ha ha. It is. Oh, that's quite a nose you've got there. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. Ha ha, takes once to nose ones. <laughs> Would you care for some? 
We're quite far into the forest. When did you last eat? Oh, no, I wouldn't want to deprive you. Hazel made more than enough to share. By Jingo, isn't Hazel a delight? <laughs> look, I don't suppose I could ask all of you about a bird. Nothing personal, I was just having a look. Uh, red, like fire, flying about in the trees, you know, flapping. Is it yours? Has it escaped from a cage? Well, not really. I mean, do any of you know what a phoenix is? Sorry, sir. Never mind. Worth a shot. Don't apologise. Can't touch you for it. Was it just the bird you were looking for? Or perhaps us as well? We're players, just like you are. Well, what makes you think that? Your attire. That's perfect for clowning. Why? Do you not perform? Perform? Me? <laughs> By you, Mrs. <laughs> oh, you've never seen anything like it. Can you sing? Dance? All of that and so much more. Why not join us? Joan and her friend are recent additions. Our leader, Mary, is always looking out for new talent. And you could be just what we need. Would you like to audition? Would I ever? Friends! For I feel I can call you friends, but not for much longer. You are in for quite a treat. <laughs> By Jove! My questions are finished. Congratulations, you aced my test. Or at least gave me some baseline results to base your growth on. I'm going to inject you with this. Serum FE0078. Begin trial on human 0052. Injecting now. Oh. Yes, I forgot to mention it will hurt. It won't kill you, so no need to make a fuss. It burns. It will. It's mildly acidic. A safe pH for humans, though. Took a little experimenting to get that right, but only four mistakes. I terminated their experiments as soon as I received confirmation the results were useless. Why tell me this? Because your mind can't hold on to it. It isn't that you'll forget. It'll just fade into the back of your memories. And because you'll do what I say regardless now. There's always a little extra something in my concoctions. Motion sensors. Someone has entered our camp. I'll go see what they have to offer. By you, Mrs. Ha ha! Tittled I am. <laughs> See them again. <laughs> See, I'll do it again. This one seems to like it. <laughs> I'm full of plumptiousness and bulldog spirit and the teeth to match. <laughs> All over the world, ladies and gentlemen. All over the world, us British bulldogs are being put on, sat on, and sure enough, one of these days it'll go too far. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, we'll beat the French. We'll beat the French, yeah. They're always, always, always too passionate, aren't they? Always too passionate. You can always tell by the size of the loaves they use. <laughs> and now, if you'll excuse me, I shall perform some master juggling. Oh, no, God. Oh, blimey. <laughs> Perhaps it was a little overambitious to start off with so many balls. <laughs> excuse me, missus. Are you laughing at something I've said or something he's done? <laughs> But then again, dear Robin, if you will give me another chance, I'm sure I could do better. I said that to the wife once and never seen her again. <laughs> and what is all of this ruckus in aid of? Oh, we've a new auditionee. Not a particularly talented one by the looks of it. I... Oh. My. Lordy. This is a turn up for the books. Hello, stranger. <laughs> I'm guessing that you're the vicious captor that Timaeus spoke about. Timaeus? 
held him hostage, experimented on him, monstrous behaviour. And I should have recognised the M.O. immediately. Ah, look at you! Mary, what is this man saying? Mary? Is that what you're calling yourself? Don't you think it suits me? The humans are so much more welcoming and accepting when they think you're one of them. Well, I am so, so sorry if I've blown your cover. Do you, do you know each other? Oh, I know this dear lady of old. She's one of my own kind. Though while I have you, should I call you a Time Lord or Time Lady, I wouldn't want to presume. Call me by my name. It has been so long since anyone said it. Then please allow me to make introductions. Ladies, gentlemen and others, this woman is one of the greatest scientists ever to come from Gallifrey. It's also a pity that she's one of the most amoral individuals ever born. A total fruitcake. This, Tamaris, is none other than the Ronnie. <laughs>